The following is a presentation of the Chicago Bears Network. Now on News Radio 780 and 105.9 FM, this is the Bears Coaches Show with Bears head coach Matt Nagy, the coaching staff, and Bears management. The Bears Coaches Show is brought to you by Whitley, CBAs, and consultants, and sponsored by Advocate Healthcare, Hilton, and the Village of Bedford Park. Now from Hallis Hall, here's the voice of the Bears, WBBM's Jeff Joniak. And good evening, everybody, and welcome into the Bears Coaches Show from Hallis Hall, PNC Studios, as the Bears go to foreign three back on top of the NFC North with a nice win over the New York Jets 24-10 yesterday. We're with you until 8 o'clock tonight. We'll be joined as well by Mark Helfrich, the offensive coordinator of the Bears, coming up at the bottom of the hour. Coach Nagy, good evening. How you doing? Good. How are you doing? I say nice win. They're all nice. And they're, uh, none of them, as we've talked many times already on this show, are, are easy. There's uh, I don't care what anybody has to say about who should do what when. It does not matter. And uh, you know, the Bears really took advantage of some really good opportunities, made some clutch plays. You guys made some clutch, clutch plays when you needed to in that game. We did, and and like you just said, I mean, coming coming out of this game uh, with a victory, none of them are easy. And uh, I was just really happy the guys showing up and and starting um, starting fast and and uh, finding every way possible to win and and uh, collectively. So it was good to to get back on the on the winning track and and uh, put a good game together. And so we're uh, um, we celebrated that yesterday and now. Now it's time to get ready for the Bills. Yeah, that celebration with the disco ball sure is catching fire. I knew it would, and, and it's going to grow over the course of the season. Now you've even intimated that you might have to put on your dancing shoes at some point, at some point right? Well, we got to earn it. So for, in order for me to get out there and start dancing, it better be worth you know, it. So Dabo Sweeney type, they're, they're going to go crazy when that happens. But uh, you know that fun moment, uh, it really is catching on. I know you guys put it out there that the Bears organization does on, on social media after it happens but just even talking to the guys that that little bit of private time means something it does it's that's why we do what we do and uh these guys they work so hard and they put in so many hours and there's there's just uh so much that goes on to get those wins and when you do get them celebrate them let you know have fun like we always say let your personality show and uh those guys enjoy it it's a time for them to bond and for those that can't dance, they'll sit there and watch, and and uh, it's just it's a it's a good five five minutes, you know, of just uh, you know understanding that it took a lot of effort to get that win together, and now celebrate it, and then uh, get ready for the next game. Who picks the music? Uh, we have some people internally that go okay. ahead, and and then some of the players as well. They'll put, they'll give some input, and and so they try to switch it around with who has the most input and who does it each week. So um, hopefully there's a lot of songs because that means there's a lot of wins. You had Jordan Howard break you down. Mm-hmm. Why? Well, Jordan's a big part of this team. And I just thought yesterday, um, you know, he ended up having around 22 carries, 16 of them in the second half. And and every game is going to be a little bit different. And, and Jordan, anybody that knows Jordan is, you know, he's an introverted, quiet, quiet person. But when he when he's um, out there on the field, he runs the ball hard. And and I just thought yesterday was a it was an example of us just continuing to, to stick with the run and the o, big O line on offense. Uh, we got into four minute. We had the lead and they know we're running the football. And, and Jordan had that nice 24 yard run with some great blocking by the O line. And it just felt right, you know, and, and uh, he's been doing everything that we asked him to do. And it was a little bit of a, a sloppy weather game. Not, not a lot of rain, but it was it was. It was a, a game for him to, to carry that ball around a little bit, and I thought he did a great job. A prelude of what's to come. Yeah, sure. You know, honestly, with the weather and so forth. Um, but, you know, th- those are always important things, and we talked about it last week. Uh, 
in this offense, second half is where you're going to get your carries. More than more than likely. A lot of times that's how this goes. And now there's times too when, when we started running the ball early that first drive yesterday, and and uh, there's going to be adjustments by the defense. Uh, some games you will see more runs in the first half, but but a lot of times if you are running the ball more in the third and fourth quarter, it's because you have a lead. And and so there's kind of a a philosophy uh, of trying to get the lead early, and 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 every game is a little bit different. But when when you do get a chance to get in the fourth quarter and you have a double digit lead, or you're you're winning and you're ahead, and you got to get first downs by running the football, um, then we feel very comfortable with who we have. You had the lead, and you never gave up the lead. But there were moments when, and as has happened throughout the course of the season, and will with a young team in particular, you'll hurt yourself every now and again. That just gives that little bit of nervousness to, mm-hmm. to the equation a little bit and that happened again yesterday yeah there was there was a couple times uh you know two, two of them that stick out to me were the were the penalties um defenses the defense was playing great all day and forcing a lot of three and outs and then on third down made a great play and uh, unfortunately eddie jackson got called for the uh, the um unnecessary roughness and that's a bang bang play that's not easy uh for a defender to, to not hit him especially when we're preaching and teaching all week long about being physical and attacking and finishing. And so a lot of effort there by Eddie. And, and unfortunately they called the penalty and, and uh, that's, that's the rules. And so uh, they, it went, ended up leading into a touchdown, but then the next possession by the offense, I was impressed with how our guys pulled together offensively when it was a seven point game to put together eight plays, I think 70 something yards had five first downs and, and ended it with a touchdown to go back up 14. And so I thought that was a, uh, a really telling story of who, who our team is, how we stick together. And, and um, it was just, it was a, it was a good part of the day. And with Eddie on that, and he voiced his, his concern about it in the locker room afterwards. Do you, now the, the preach point would be this week. You'd still want him to play that aggressive. Yeah. Because if you the ha- kid catches the ball, um, yeah. you know, then he, he pops the ball out and he makes a great play and that's just one of those ones it's um it feels like it's the gray area it's it's uh the the referees are making the right call because that's the rules but for us as coaches and him as a player he's just trying to play hard and so um you know fortunately we we bounce back from it and, and you learn from it and and if he sees that happen next time maybe he does pull up uh, we invariably uh, talk about offense first on the show almost every week, but, <laughs> and we already did a little bit, but I wanted to just really pump up the defense because uh, they had an opponent on the ropes, and that opponent came in on the ropes a little bit, just undermanned a little bit, and not that the Bears were mm-hmm. 100% without Khalil, but uh, really put up season-high numbers across the board, uh, creativity on the blitzes, uh, and I want to talk in particular about Bryce Callahan. I mean... We did a feature on him on our Bears game night game day live show this week, ironically and not not purposely, but just emphasizing the difficulty of that nickel position. And a guy who's five nine, and he's climbing the ladder to take on tight ends and big receivers and playing physical and playing loose. And he has the freedom and the confidence to blitz because he's got a coach who believes in him. And he, he puts that all together and he puts a game like that together yesterday. Sure. Yeah, it's it's uh when you have a nickel that plays inside uh, that has the athleticism that Bryce has, it's a benefit and it's an it's an advantage for our defense. Uh, I thought Vic, the coaches, and the players did a really good job at coming in at f- understanding that we had to stop the run first. And if you go back and look at the numbers on first down, really good numbers at stopping the run. 
Um, and when you do that, then you can force teams into second and long, third and long, and that's always advantage defense. So number one, stop the run. And then when you talk about Bryce, you know, there was a couple nickel blitzes where he came off the slot, and uh, and and all that does is that edge pressure can create some some um, uh, issues for the quarterback in regards to the timing. He's got to move his feet. He feels some color or some the jersey, you know, color coming off the side, and now it, it just takes him off uh, a quick tick. And and then to be able to make some tackles and to make some pass breakups, he's he's very under, um, underrated and and, and uh, does a good job in there in the slot. And you guys were in nickel a ton yesterday, mm-hmm. almost the entire game. Uh, they still couldn't run against that. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah, credit that, to everybody that's, doing their job. It is, and that's the guys up front too, and they're they're going to be able to uh, hold off hold off the double teams, let the linebackers run in, into those gaps and make plays, and then uh, anytime it gets to second or third level, then the DB's got to step up and make tackles. That's Matt Nagy, coaches show underway here from Hallis Hall. It's brought to you by Whipley Financial Advisors. The Bears coaches show with head coach Matt Nagy and WBBM's Jeff Joniak continues. Awaits the snap. Five on the play clock. Takes the snap. Gives it a look left. Trubisky throwing. Left side of the end zone. Catch is made. Backing up. They did not say. Now they do. Touchdown Bears. On a throw to the left side. Anthony Miller with a grab. They had to make sure his feet were down to the back of the end zone. Defending the play. Buster screen. The rookie from Memphis from four yards. And that was a big touchdown play. And uh, Matt Nagy here on the Bears Coaches Show brought to you by Whipley Financial Advisors, a proud partner of the Chicago Bears. Um, you, you, you said yesterday and again today it was a significant throw significant play and a chemistry between the two on the back shoulder. Yeah, that was a, that was a great throw, a uh, really great catch. And then for Anthony to be able to get his butt down in bounds uh, counts as, as uh, two feet, you know? So uh, they, they dropped eight defenders in the coverage. Uh, they had an extra guy. They only rushed three. When that happens, it's more difficult for the quarterback. There's less lanes to throw the ball. So Mitch had more time, made it trusted Anthony on the corner route, uh, the guy had pretty good coverage. Uh, Buster Screen had good coverage, and he threw it back shoulder. Anthony made a great catch, got his butt down in bounds, and and uh, got the touchdown on a big third down. That DB though he doesn't get his head around too fast, that, and not even oh maybe he got a glimpse, but that that's where you can do that back shoulder. For sure, yeah, no, that that's uh, and and that takes uh, there's trust with yeah. your receiver, right? And then for the receiver to have trust and knowing that the quarterback's going to throw it, then Anthony had to make the catch. And uh, so for him to make that catch, uh, he, he ran a good route. They had pretty good coverage on him. And then it was a really good throw by Mitch. <clears throat> and, you know, the two of them haven't connected on a high percentage yet. Right. Again, the day-to-day growth, though, any kind of success, what does that do for the two of them? Well, it helps them. And, and they're both, you know, you're, you're looking at one guy that's a rookie, um, just in this offense, and the other one is is in his second year per se in the NFL, but really is a rookie in this offense. So that timing is going to come, and uh, the more type of throws that they have like that, um, just it's just going to build more and more. It'll be gradual, um, but as you as you'll see here over time. Uh, Anthony's a, a really good receiver, and he'll he'll have that bond and that connection with Mitch. Uh, late in the game, Kyle Long gets injured. Um, we, you guys have talked about it. It's going to be 24, 48 hours before you know any, any real details on the extent of the injury and whatnot. Um, and everybody's talking about it the same way. They feel awful for the guy because he's he's overcome a lot. Yeah, he has, and and that's uh, but it's a part of the game, and, and Kyle knows that, and and. Uh, 
um, you know, he got it rolled up pretty good when you see it on tape and, and was in some pain. So like, like we said this morning, the next 24, 48 hours, he's going through that evaluation process to know exactly what it is. And then we'll know more for him as far as what his future holds and, and how that thing goes. But, um, you know, we have, we have a bunch of guys that, that, uh, are close, you know, in particular on the offensive line, we have good depth there. And, uh, I think Kyle will be the first to tell you if it was any other position, uh, including his, it's it's the next man up, and uh, we got to stick together. We got to rally, make sure that um, um, who, whoever it is, as, as, until we find out exactly what it is with Kyle. Hey, next guy's in, and let's go. Safe to say, you know, at least miss this game coming up. I would imagine. Yeah. Go ahead. You, well, yeah, again, we, we don't know for sure, but yeah. it could. Yeah, yeah, it could it could be. I mean, he was in some pain, and so we'll just have to, you know, once we know more, then it'll be a lot clearer for so, us. So what I was driving at is, so uh, with Cush coming back and Bryant Witzman, uh, that you had 13 games of starting experience with last year, would you be open to keeping guys in similar spots so you don't have wholesale changes on the offensive line? Because you just said even today you were really happy with the protection yesterday we, against a pretty – you know, pressure-packed defense. Yeah, they were. They they did a lot yesterday. Uh, the Jets, a lot of games um, where the ends and the tackles twist and they stunt. And they try to get get you off levels. And the offensive line did a really good job of working through those games. So now um, with Kyle's situation, we'll have to see how that goes, where he's at. Um, but like I said, between having um, James Daniels, Cush, and Witzman, we have three guys there that if we need to, we'll take those three guys. We'll figure out what's best for them, where, where they where they work best at. And that's where Harry comes in. Harry Heaston, our, our offensive line coach, will come in and put them in a good situation and and um, and just really focus on, uh, on, on what we need to do. And then we just keep going along. All right, we're with Bears head coach Matt Nagy. The Chicago Bears Network presents Inside the Bears, brought to you by Verizon, Anthony Adams, and Lorden Screeden. Cover the world of Bears football on and off the field every Sunday night at 11.05 p.m. on Fox 32 Chicago, or watch anytime at chicagobears.com or on the Bears official app. Now, more of the Bears Coaches Show with head coach Matt Nagy on News Radio 780 and 105.9 FM, WBBM. Going in the game. Trubisky looks things over. Jets are bringing extras. Trubisky floats a pass. Caught wide open. There goes Cohen 40. Midfield. Big block to the 30. To the 20. Angle 10. 5. Hands up. Touchdown. They beat the blitz. Touchdown Bears. They've got the lead. Cohen 70 yard catch and run. Longest play of the season and third time in four games for Tariq Cohen. 100 plus yards from scrimmage. He has hit a groove. Yeah, he has. He, he's uh, he's a weapon, as we know. You know, he's able to do things in the backfield, running the ball, um, uh, and then you get him in the backfield, and you want to go ahead and throw a screen, or you want to motion him out and run some routes with him. He's very dynamic, and uh, you know, him and Mitch, their their timing, they're they're getting that down. And yesterday, uh, Mitch just made a great great pass over top of some defenders, and and uh, Tariq had a did a great job of um, you know squeezing through a bunch of guys to to leak out on the screen, make a great catch and a great run. It's not forget Taylor Gabriel. Yeah, like unbelievable said, block. Would have been a shorter play. Big block. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and that's that's the difference between um, you know like a 35 yard gain versus a 70 yard gain and a touchdown and points. And so that's what it takes is the little things. And everybody on every play, all 11 players doing their job. And when you do that and you execute it, then like I said yesterday, those are the those are the fun ones to teach off of. A ton of yards after the catch yesterday, and in your history, there have been a lot of big yard after the catch seasons for you. It's not just the guys who can catch and run, but do, do you demand your receivers on everywhere you've been that they have to block? 
They need to. And and the reason being is that there's just uh, in this offense, there's a lot of different guys that can catch balls at different times predicated based off of the, the, the defense and whatever coverage they want to play. So you will see different guys catch balls. And because of that, the guys that are different that aren't catching the ball, they need to block. Uh, our guys recognize that. They realize that Mike Furry, our wide receiver coach, does a really good job at uh, at, at teaching that to, to our young guys. And, and um, you know, whether you're 20 yards downfield or you're five yards downfield, it's important to make those blocks. Protecting the ball was one of your keys again this week. It always will be. But now looking back, um, our stat man, Doug Coletti, uh, so in Mitch's 19 starts, he's lost the turnover battle only in three games in his career and nine straight of not losing the battle, including all seven this year for the first time since a very long time here in Bears uh, history. D- does that say something about him? Yeah, also? yeah, for sure. It's it's uh, we, we talk about ball security and we talk about on the offensive side, respect the football. And when you win that turnover margin um, battle with your opponent, you have the, the percentages of winning are higher. And, and that's for the season as well. And right now we're doing a good job at taking the ball away from uh, from these offenses. And and then when we're on offense, we're protecting and respecting the football. Uh, you match those two together, and that helps you win games. Defense, three and outs. Uh, six of them yesterday, uh, I think, on the first 10 possessions of the game. Maybe I, I think that was accurate, but it's the fewest in the NFL right now. Fewest first downs allowed. Only 15 red zone drives allowed. Uh, this is preventing teams from getting in any sort of rhythm, clearly, right? It is. Um, and and I think when when you're able to um, get the the offense off the field and create three and outs, what it can do too is for the play caller they're trying to figure out you know you're you're doing something right. So I thought defensively for us uh, again it starts on first down. If you can um, you know keep them to second and eight, second and nine, second and ten. Now you have a great chance um, to to get them into a uh, a longer third down distance, which again is advantage defense. And so we 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 stayed that course yesterday. Um, and when you do that, now now you got to be good in special teams too. And the, the field position becomes a part of the game uh, because they're not flipping the field when they're not getting first down. So uh, it all kind of works together. And and then uh, um, I just I just think that the guys really rallied together yesterday. They were playing fast. They were flying around. And it started from the very beginning, the, the first drive, and and uh, really went throughout the game. Uh, you, you guys showed up uh, with a with a great idea with the throwback uniforms, which look great. I think fans love them. And then you took the ball and ran with it even further. Uh, the genesis of that idea of having players pick a, a Bears legend and you showing up at the press conference and a George Hallis number seven, uh, a nice touch to the day. Sure. No, it was and and collectively, it was all of us um, within the organization. There was a few of us that got together and just decided. To, you know, this could be something neat to do, and that's what I think is so special about who we have in this building and who we have in this team. And um, coaches, players, management—we uh, all think the same thing, and we knew it would be special. Uh, we all kind of just started putting our minds together on how we can make it work, and, and we did it. You know, the guys—the guys enjoyed it. It was really neat to see them grab their jerseys after our, our team meeting, get the team picture uh, at the end of it, and then and then seeing some of the guys come in game day with that. And so, uh, just a lot of respect for. The, the the past players and coaches that have been here and um, it's just it's just way too important to not give them credit do you have other ideas in your head do these things just pop up do you do you like theming the season so to speak well you know there are some things that we discuss on how we would do things we, and you try to you know 
try to prepare for down the road, but, but some of it just happens instinctually too. And it's just organically, uh, happens. And sometimes those are the ones that are better, you know, and, um, uh, now it might create a little bit more, um, havoc for the people that have to get all this, you know, for the folks that had to go ahead and order all the jerseys and get it all set up. There's a lot of stuff behind the scenes that go down. Uh, it's easy for me to sit there and, and say, hey, we got all these jerseys, but there's a process to it. So uh, we'll continue to, to do stuff uh, as we go. I think it keeps it fun for the players. They enjoy it. They, under, they they respect you for that. And it just brings us all together really tight. All right, quick word on the Bills. Uh, you're watching them right now against the Patriots. Uh, you could easily say, you know, this is a team struggling at the quarterback position uh, with the injury to Josh Allen and not getting much done. But they, they do uh, some things that get your attention right away, including defensively. Without a doubt. And, and anybody that thinks any different than that, all they need to do is turn on the, the Vikings game and go ahead and check out uh, that game of Buffalo versus Minnesota. And uh, Buffalo just af- absolutely got after them. And, and so... Uh, their defense is is a is a defense that uh, is aggressive. They fly around. Sean does a great job. Their head coach at uh, uh, at really putting guys in good positions. They play well together offensively. Yeah, they they have a, a young rookie quarterback who is being replaced tonight by Derek Anderson. Um, but they they got a great running back in Lashawn McCoy. They got some some big wide receivers and and so it's uh, and, and going to Buffalo. That's a hostile environment now. They get after you and they're loud. They're rowdy. And uh, they're right on top of you. So we got to come there with our A game and and, um, and play fast and, and furious right away. All right. Good luck in your preparations. We'll talk to you throughout the course of the week. Matt Nagy, Bears head coach here on the Bears Coaches Show. Mark Helfrich, the offensive coordinator. Joining us next. The Bears Coaches Show with head coach Matt Nagy. And this hour featuring offensive coordinator Mark Helfrich. Brought to you by Whipley CBAs and Consultants. And sponsored by Athletico Physical Therapy, Verizon, and Miller Lite. Once again, the voice of the Bears. WBBM's Jeff Joniak. Snap Trubisky, handing off Howard again, lowers his shoulders. He is in for the touchdown. Touchdown Bears. 23-10, to go in the fourth. Two-yard plunge, Jordan Howard. And that's the kind of drive with Jordan Howard that you can do with the lead in the fourth quarter. And that's exactly what happened. That was the finishing blow for the New York Jets as the Bears get their fourth win of the year and back and first in the NFC North. Welcome back to the program. Joined by Mark Helfrich in that running game when you have the lead and you can play the four-minute offense and hand the ball off. He's the guy to do it. Yeah, he did, he did a nice job, and I think we really we challenged our guys all last week to to step up in that area, and we probably we still left quite a bit on the bone as far as uh, yardage or opportunities that that for whatever reason, whether it was the running back, whether it was the 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 quarterback, whether it was the O line, we had some some issues in 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 all you know all three kind of levels of that deal uh, that we'll work to to improve upon and get ready for Buffalo, but. At that point of the game, had to had to put that drive together, and, and the guys answered. And everybody's happy for Jordan because you know, hey, listen, the man wants to rock like any any running back <laughs> worth his salt. So I mean, the 24-yard run I really enjoyed. That, that's that's Jordan Howard right there. Yeah, and then we have to get him going. You know, some of those other two-yard runs have to become yeah. six or have to become a broken tackle for a, a you know a, a house call. And those are those are all the things that, as we all 
get to take these next steps together and 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 get to know what buttons to push, etc. Uh, I I just think he still has a lot in him, and I really do. It's funny. I, I think if you came and do this show every single week, you would say the same thing. You left things on the bone. Absolutely. That's an offensive Absolutely. coordinator's mentality. Well, and that's how you know. That's hopefully, you we're always growing. Yeah. yeah, and and I think our guys feel that. You know, they they know the first thing I walked in. It's it funny. The first guy I saw in the locker room, I was trying to get kind of to the O lineman first, and and uh, you know Bobby Massey is apologizing for the second play of the game. You know, it's just kind of funny that 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 you know, and you you want to to certainly not dwell, uh, but you want to recognize what what was good, what was bad, and and move on. As a staff, now that you've been here a while, I've never asked anybody this, but uh, I know there's some some coaches here that can be pretty fiery. Do you guys chew on these guys a little bit? You know, in terms of getting on them during the game, and then you know you're pretty pointed afterwards. Sure, I, th- I think it's individual. You yeah. know, you, you get to know these guys, and that's what, what so I you mean. can push certain guys. Absolutely, certain, and some guys, some guys, you, you have to, to sidle up next to, put your arm around them, and and you know, just say, hey, we, we need more out of you in this way. You know, uh, ABC, uh, but that's all part of the process of of getting to know just just exactly what what motivates guys and some guys you know you can scream and yell and they shut it down you know mm-hmm. some guys you can scream and yell and they love it and so it's just a matter of of finding those individual relationships really pressing buttons so to exactly. speak exactly uh kyle long uh we don't know what the extent mm-hmm. of it all is yet but uh where has he been at in terms of his play and um if he should miss any significant time or any time at all, what does that do for you? In the, especially in the run game right now, because you do you do yeah. want to work on that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, don't know on the first part of it, and and not just a, a media don't know. Yeah. Uh, really don't. But yeah, unfortunately, you know, I've been around Kyle for a long time, and and uh, tough. Deal. Yeah, you have. You, know, you, know, you forget deal. about that. Yep. You were with him, and um, just being with him in the in the training room after the game was was tough. Um, he handled it tremendously well again a bunch of great teammates surrounded him uh, right right when it happened uh, and 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 post game kind of taking care of him but we'll see um, you know if that happens uh, coming back to a combination of, again of of Kush of James of of, of Wits who you know who, who we just signed putting putting that together Bradley Soul um, just trying to find that that whatever the magical combination is of getting the right getting the right five in there. All right, so James Daniels makes his debut as a young man. Um, what did you see? How did he handle it? Uh, he obviously has had plenty of snaps. In fact, he had 110 snaps heading up into this game, and the Bears scored 110 points in those three games he played. Not because that's, of him. That's great, man. But it is right a good, about, that's a good symmetry, yeah. right? So, you know, I'll say the combination of he and Cush. But, and so, you know, it's not like you just threw him in there as a mm-hmm. 21-year-old rookie and say, hey, go get him, boys. You know, that right. that didn't happen. Uh, no, I, I think he's a guy that's a great example of his his best ball is ahead of him, period. You know, he's a, he's a young guy, uh, inexperienced at that position, really uh, playing against grown men. And in and, and this game, moving a tremendous amount of the time. You know, it's not, hey, this guy lines up outside shade of me every single time and stays right there in the B-gap. It's, you know, it's a guy coming this way and crossing his face or, you know, some twist games, linebackers coming at him. Uh, All in all, handled things pretty well. Uh, We had a couple other guys make mistakes that were maybe a little bit more of what you would expect from a a rookie in there, but but, uh, uh, very excited about his future for sure. The Bears Coaches Show with offensive coordinator Mark Helfrich and WBBM's Jeff Joniak continues competitor in me drives me gives you the accept a challenge and as a competitor when you get challenged 
work towards it. You do anything you can to accept the challenge and, and conquer the challenge. As one year ago, Zach Miller suffered that devastating leg injury in New Orleans. We all will never forget it. And uh, he has worked his way back into being a contributing member of this football team, even though he's not suiting up. He's not on the field. Mark Helfrich, I'm talking about Zach Miller. And to tell us what you've learned about being around Zach in your time here so far. A phenomenal guy. You know, he's been a guy that, that uh, I think it was really cool what the Bears did as an organization. And I think that immediately speaks to who he is. That that answers every question about that guy. But he's been around my wife, my kids, you know, certainly our team. And every every interaction you see with that guy is positive, you know. And, and uh, he's been he's been awesome. He's been an additional coach. And then he's done it all with flawless hair, which is kind of <laughs> kind of just Now just in a good another, beard, yeah, too, yeah, like yourself, jealous, right? Very jealous of everything. Every, every I, I was joking with the other day in the locker room. I go, man, you, you're thick up top. He oh, goes, yeah. hey, I've been living in the weight room. <laughs> exactly. so. And he has. He yeah, has. I mean, but his his story is, is certainly a study in, in this game. It's, it's, a, it's another symbol of what these men who play this game will, are willing to go through, yeah, you know, it, to compete and still not give it up. It is. It's. It's. It's like you said. It's the. It's kind of microcosm of the best and the worst, right? The. The worst. The. The injury and the devastation and all that. And then the best is how he's responded and how his teammates have responded to him. All right. Well, uh, we're 45 minutes into the show. We really haven't talked about Mitch Trubisky yet tonight. So, how did he look yesterday to you in terms of his uh, performance? He was certainly, you know, a little up and down. And and as always, it's not always him that 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 made that up or made that down. Um, I thought the best thing he did is he battled. He he kept playing. He made some tremendous throws late. He made some tremendous conversions with his feet. Uh, you, you know those things. Those things again. There were times that that a guy could get very frustrated or a guy could you know not not shut it down, but just mentally kind of kind of go go silent or, or go mute go mute to to the whole situation. He didn't and and. Uh, did some great things in the run game that kind of go unnoticed. Did some, again, some very good things in the passing game when we needed it most, uh, and we won. And that's that's the bottom line is winning. And you've been in the lead all seven games in the second half this year. And we finished. Yeah. You know, and like you said, that 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 drive, the response when they scored, and that drive that that you know he helped he helped certainly spark. Uh, both in the in the run and the pass as aspect of it was huge. And, and third quarter, you're scoring touchdowns coming out of the locker room. So it, whether it's a take a deep breath or the adjustments in the short time you guys do yeah. have, something is clicking there, which is also the mark of a of a rising offense. Yeah, and I think he's just maturing. You know, he he's again he's settling down. Uh, certainly, hey, we'd love to play flawlessly and great every snap, but that's that's kind of unrealistic, right? And they're pretty good on the other side, and they're going to do their best to not let that happen. Uh, but we certainly want to put ourselves in the best position that the the, the play can dictate, and, and he's doing that way more often than not, for sure. Tariq Cohen, 560 all-purpose yards right now. Uh, his receiving numbers are going up. He's, he's among the best in, in the league right now. Have you guys hit a rhythm and a slot for him now that he is excelling in that you can build on, or is that still... A work in progress it, also. It really is. You know, he's just such a, a Swiss Army knife type of guy that can, can do so many roles really well uh, that, that, yeah, you, you kind of maybe overemphasize one thing one week and maybe maybe they're defending it differently or, you know, you, do, you don't end up getting him the ball. Uh, certainly in the screen game or, or at running back, we can we can 
dictate that a little bit more. Uh, yesterday, they double teamed him on some things, you know, so it kind of took that took that away at, at, at times. We missed him a couple times uh, in the passing game. Uh, one of those things was, was, you know, probably the thrower. One of those things was the protector, you know. Uh, so, again, uh, have to continue to find ways to get, get him the rock. Newsflash. Yeah. Breaking, breaking news. <laughs> the Bears Coaches Show with head coach Matt Nagy continues exclusively on the home of the Bears. News Radio 780 and 105.9 FM. WBBM. Hey, stop by the Miller Lite Chicago Bears Ultimate Tailgate to enjoy food, $5 Miller Lights, music and games for every age located at the Field Museum Terrace. The Ultimate Tailgate free to enter and will be open two hours before through one hour after every Bears regular season home game. And while you're at it, join me, Tom Thayer, and Luke Canellis for Bears Game Night Live. Brought to you by IGS Energy. We'll recap every Bears game Sunday nights at 10.35 p.m. on Fox 32 Chicago. Remaining moments with Mark Helfrich, the Bears offensive coordinator. Um, what are some of the things uh, that you're enjoying right now out of the uh, the backfield with Cohen and Howard in there at the same time? You got traditional I formations with Cohen at the fullback position, and you're moving him around. It's it's a chess. That was not Matt Suey back then. No, yeah, for definitely sure. not yeah, yeah. Matt Suey. However, don't put it past him. He could probably no question probably clear some face for you. I love it. I love it. For me, it's tradition. You know, two backs, two backs. Yeah, just options. Uh, like you said, getting getting both those guys back there, you can you can kind of utilize their strengths, and the defense doesn't necessarily know what's coming. You know, if, if one guy's back there, they're gonna you know have have a little bit of an indication about maybe what the percentage of this type of play versus that type of play may be. Uh, you know, a free release or not, depending who's in there, all those kind of things. Uh, but those guys have both done a good job. Uh, Jordan has done a good job in kind of the free release passing game. Uh, Tariq has done a nice job in protection. Uh, and so they kind of, you know, have, have, have done both well, and we'll keep keep working on that. And Benny with a big block yesterday on a big play. Yeah, Benny did some some great stuff. Had had one that he would he would like back for sure. There. In See, the I'm only looking quarter. at the good yeah. one. I don't, I don't remember. Four. I like it. Yeah. Like, yep. <laughs> uh, but yeah, all those guys, all those guys again played well at times, and 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 like we said earlier, kind of left left a little bit on the bone. All right, I say Buffalo. You say what? Uh, well, yeah, getting ready. We've already kind of moved on to that next week, and have watched a ton of their their tape. Very, very good on defense. Yeah, they yeah. got Hughes. I mean, they got guys yeah. at every level. They that really is, do. Yeah, they, they do. really do. A lot different than the, the teams we've played recently, schematically, but but uh, excellent. Yeah. Well, hopefully not uh, dime blitzes from everywhere like the last couple of weeks have been. You know, trying to keep your head on a swivel, trying to call the game even as a coach, too. And for Mitch Trubisky, I'm sure that uh, that will help settle things down a little bit more. You know, defenses are like offenses now. They're evolving into all sorts of different looks. So should be illegal. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, appreciate your time as always. Thank Thank you you so much. much. The Bears headed to Buffalo and get ready for game day with a powerful noise canceling technology of Bose. Quite comfort. Thirty five headphones to learn more at www.bose.com slash Bears. Bose, the official headphones of the Chicago Bears. That'll do it tonight. For Matt Nagy and Mark Helfrich, Dan Borelli, Andy Gersher, and Keith Johnson, I'm Jeff Joniak. Pre-game at 9, kickoff at noon from Buffalo on Sunday. Thanks for listening. Have a great night, everybody. This is News Radio 780 and 105.9 FM, WBBM. Good night. WBBM and HD Chicago. WCFS-FM and HD1 Elmwood Park, Chicago. Park, Chicago. Park, Chicago. Par Chicago. Par Chicago. Par Chicago. Par Chicago.